I wonder if that actually makes somebody not listen to our show. Like the intro song. Do you think so? I'm not sure. I mean, you did randomly start playing that one day. I mean, but I feel like that encompasses who's on the microphone. Twenty-two. I mean, there was a plethora of us at a moment. At a moment, but I mean... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. I ain't come up with one, so I can't say nothing about the song. But I mean, <laughs> that being said, what's happening? Y'all, what Big Red, aka the Electric Pierre. I'm here with Beast Mode Lee. This is the Back of the Class podcast. Um, if you like the show and you appreciate the show, make sure you hit that favorite uh, button so that you know whenever we drop a show. And if you feel so inclined, hit the support tab. You know. Suit your boys a couple dollars, you know. Uh, make sure you follow us on all social media. Uh, the Electric Feel on everything. Beast Mode Lead 93 on everything. Back of the Class. Uh, T-H-A B-O-T-C Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, Back of the Class. Uh, what else we got? I think that's it. But guess what? I finally did it at the top of the show as opposed to the end of the show. Well, they actually got that wrong because I'm only Beast Mode Lee 93 on Twitter. I'm Beast Mode Lee 50 on Snapchat. And I'm Beast Mode Lee DAG on Instagram. Why are you not universally the same Beast Mode Lee? Well, I was Beast Mode Lee the G on Twitter as well, but I had changed the account. I just haven't changed it back. I'll probably change that back. And I, I think I had two different Snapchats. I think I forgot the password to my first one. And it was probably Beast Mode G. But then I switched to Beast Mode 50 on Snapchat. You can't just get the regular Beast Mode That's usually like 110% of the time taken. Have you tried? Every time. So why don't you just make them all Beast Mode 93? I don't want to be Beast Mode 93 on everything. But it makes you universal. Like, um, that, see, that's what. To me, with the. Yeah, yeah, brand beast mode. Beast mode Lee is the brand. Yeah. So it should you be universal one thing. Yeah, but I don't want Beast Mode Lee ninety three to be everything. I don't care about having the same name on everything, but it won't be Beast Mode Lee ninety three. I don't really don't even like that. So you don't like Beast Mode Lee or the ninety three? The ninety three. I don't, I don't like the ninety three either. I but don't, you know, <laughs> I just put it there because I'd remember it real quick while I switched the counts. It just ain't switched it back. We'll see. See, I've got, I've, I have the electric field, just about everything except for Tumblr, which I mean, no one uses Tumblr. So by the time I was like, you know what, I use the Tumblr. This little white girl had it, and I just put an underscore at the end of mine. But I don't like underscores and numbers and and people's names. It just, it's hard for me to take you seriously. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, unless you just really just want that certain name, and you just feel you have to put the underscore in there. No, nah, because there's variations of the way you can spell it so that you wouldn't have to use this uh, underscore. But that's besides the point. How are you, sir? How's your week been? Well, I focus my week. Uh, yeah, we do this on Tuesday. So how was your Tuesday to Tuesday? It was cool. I didn't do much. Let's see. I went to work. I had an interview. I had a funny interview. And then I... Uh, How's an interview funny? Just because it was just like, dog, what? Like, first of all, first of all, I've been trying to call the new job for a minute. And because they keep emailing me, telling me to call them to set up an interview. I'll call, 
chick never pick up. So I'm like, bruh. And she just happened to pick up this time I called. And I was like, hey, where do we do this at? Da, da, da. She tried to break down a job to me. The job's outside. You're going to have to take a drug test. That's basically all she really said. But the place where you take the interview was off Springer. So it wasn't far from the crib. So I'm like, all right. I pull up. I'm glad I didn't put on my usual polo jeans and spurs. I was like a wild asshole <laughs> walking in here. Because everybody else had on monkey suits, dicky overall hoodies, jeans, and I was like, I'm so glad I put on a hoodie and jeans. I just knew. I thought they told me. They told me not to come in here. You didn't pull up with your bean pie fresh? No. No, but I'm so glad I did. So I get up there, and then one thing I hate about like sites like Indeed and Monster or something, they'll say apply with your resume. Just you can go to the building and fill out a whole fucking application on paper Damn. anyway. I'm so glad I don't, I don't, I'm not doing that no more. I not hate even. this shit so much. So I'm filling out. I sit there and wait. And I'm like, okay, where is she at? And I saw this thick girl come in with some Zaxby's. And I was like, dang, who was that? I'm glad I didn't say I nothing. I would have wanted some wings and things. I, I didn't. I'm glad I didn't say nothing out, like, out loud. Because she, <laughs> like, she was like, are you ready? I was like, oh. oh she's giving me the interview. Okay. So she gave me the interview. Interview went about four minutes, dude. Because she took my little stuff. She looked. She said, license clean? I was like, yeah. What's your background look like? I said, huh? She said, have you been to jail? I said, no. <laughs> and so she, and so, What's your background like? like? I was like, wait, okay. And so then she was Should like. the interviewer. So she, got, she was like, okay, so James, tell me about yourself. But I hate, I hate that fucking question. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I'm like, so I, just, I was like, uh, I work. And then she was like, well, let's look at your work history. And, then, <laughs> and so and so now she's like, oh, what you do at UPS? Oh, you drove for a minute, you sorted. Okay, cool. What you do at Enterprise? Da, 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 da. What you do at da, 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 da. So I'm like, okay, this is fast. Okay. And so she's like, okay, well, the job is, you know, it's going to be outside. You're going to. Go in class for a week, so we're going to train you, then you're going to do it on your own. You have to travel sometimes, but you'll take the company van and go wherever you need to go. You don't have to pay the thing. You can just come back that Friday night or Saturday if you want to. Monday through Friday. You have insurance, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay. When and, do I start? That's the real question. She, she said, this is how she said I got the job. She didn't even say you got the job. She was like, I'm looking. I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> I said, I said, what, what is this American item? <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. Like she voted on me. Here's <laughs> she hit the buzzer. Bye, you're in. She said they're gonna they're gonna tell you and like and then she was like totally not using professional terms. She was like, like if you fuck up, I'm gonna write you up. Facts. <laughs> oh my. I mean, I prefer. I ain't gonna lie. I prefer when like my employer like speaks to me on like a. On a mutual level, I don't need you sticking corporate to me. Yeah, if, if you talk corporate, fine. But if you not, and if she, she just wasn't corporate type, which is cool with me. So I was like, hey, I, I get it. I mean, shit. I'm from around here. I didn't say that. But I'm just like, don't bother me. So I was just like, all right. Shoot. So she's like, I'm going to say, yeah. They're going to tell you where to take your drug test. They, they probably going to tell me this week and about to get started on that. So yeah, that was just like. <laughs> all right. So yeah, other than that, I didn't do nothing but go to work. About it. Any wholesome Saturday activities? Uh, not really. I remember one time I spent no money. So 
We went to Shorter. We had fun in there. We've been spending money. We've been, we've been balling lately, I feel like. We've been back to, we've been, been to B-dubs twice in the last two weeks with both fights. And that's another thing. So, uh, Jordan asked what we're doing for the Super Bowl. I said, bro, after them two fights, I don't want to watch that shit with nobody. I don't. My nose is stopped up. My nose is stopped up every time we try to record. Um, Super Bowl, I'm probably going to the homie house. Like, I don't really care to watch the game just because I really just watch football all year. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not rushing to watch the Super Bowl. Like it's nothing special. It was different when the Eagles were there. Like you want to see the Eagles win. You want to see the Falcons win. They didn't. But I mean, like <laughs> it's, it's like nobody wants to watch the the Patriots just play again. Yeah. Like, I'm not a Patriots hater. I am. Why? Because fuck them. <laughs> I because mean, fuck them. That's why. <laughs> No, I mean, I like the Patriots. I liked them uh, back in the early 2000s when they had, uh, like, Randy Moss and... I fuck with Randy Moss, even though he moaned the crowd that time, which was hilarious. I missed that one. He turned, took a score to touchdown and fake like he was mooning the crowd. He turned to the crowd and went like that. Then when they asked him about it, very unapologetic, he said, man, that wasn't that big a deal. And lucky I ain't pull out my dick or something. <laughs> I said, what the fuck? See, I miss early early sports where like teams really hated each other. Like early like nineties basketball, I missed that. When, like niggas was fighting on the court, and like they was really trying to fight the football fans back in the day. Like now it's you know, hey let's 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 trade jerseys, Mahomes. It's 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 a mix. I like I like nah. I, I like people being friendly only if it don't affect. The game. If you're still trying to kill each other in the game, I don't care what you do after. Yeah, but nobody's trying to kill each other in the game just because everybody's, you know, afraid to get hurt, afraid to get fined, afraid to, you know, uh, have to deal with the social media backlash of, oh, no, Lance Stevenson doesn't like uh, doesn't like Anthony Davis because they did a high five after his three-point. You, you, we live in a world right now where if you unfollow somebody, it, depending on who you are, it's news. So, I saw, so, who was it? I was, I always venture into white Twitter every now and then just to, you know, see what's going on, you know, uh, appreciate the bright colors and whatnot. And for whatever reason, Harry Styles following uh, Ariana Grande was the big deal. Like, they were losing their mind. And I just calmly stepped on back out and realized this just ain't for me. I tried to be a part of white Twitter back in the early Twitter days, and it's just, it's not for me, man. It's too bright. Like, it just feels bright. Do you know what I'm saying? I, 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 don't, I don't want to know. I don't keep going back. Forward. Like, you've seen the Katy Perry music video for uh, nope. the one with Snoop Dogg, where it's like nope. the cupcakes everywhere. Nope. My boy, Katy Perry. Even when you did Dark Horse to Juicy J? Never heard it. Really? You know, today I find I had the first I had my first opportunity opportunity today to either stand uh to either stand up and take it and take it oh God. So I was listening to the radio, basically. And uh Foster started playing uh know, some Jeezy song with uh what's the Jeezy song with R. Kelly? Oh good. Soul Survivor, I think. 
Oh. Uh, go get a. It might be go get it. Yeah. Trap all day, play all night. Yo, Jeezy. Hey, you boy, boy kid. Yeah, let's go get it. Okay. I'm like, ah, I want to hear that Jeezy. But the cake support kills. I went inside the mouth. I heard this joke. Neil Brady was talking about uh, my R. Kelly. And he said, you know, you feel bad for R. Kelly because he's illiterate. And he's a victim of child molestation at a young age. So in essence, R. Kelly is precious. Never seen precious. Oh, uh, that's the most... It's, it, it really is a black horror story. Which is why I avoided it. I didn't feel like dealing with that. That's why I... I I saw For Colored Girls because it was on Netflix. But it was? Very brief. It had to be brief because I, I, I would have made myself watch it. I just watched it just to see what everybody was talking about. And I was like, man, who want to sit here and feel sad? What was For Colored Girls about? Girls getting done horribly. That's why it's called For Colored Girls. We fought as, as, a, as a people to not be labeled as colored, Negro, uh, any, any other thing, but you know, African American or black. And now, for whatever reason, people are proud to say I'm a person of color. I am colored. Yeah, POC. Uh, yeah, but yeah. If you just call me black and call them today. But that shit, it was just uh, sad. Sad. There wasn't nothing happening in the whole movie. <laughs> Fam. Everything, everything that can go wrong with the person's life before 18, and it happened to Precious. She was raped by her dad. As a kid. And then throughout her life, her dad kept like messing with her. And her mama was jealous. Monique was jealous of the fact that the dad wanted to sleep with Precious. The dad got Precious pregnant. Twice. Gave Precious AIDS. And Precious was in the remedial classes. Yeah, I'm good. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> I don't want to see none of that shit. I was mad. The little girl, you know, the girl I was messing with at the time, she wanted to watch it. I was like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. Oh, oh, I was at work and uh, Ignition Remix came on. And I was like, oh, it's a good song. You know, it, it, you know it's kind of, I wonder how long this energy is going to last. I mean, me personally, I'm not canceling anybody unless I want to. So, I mean, if everybody thinks, if I'm listening to somebody, I don't know who I listen to often. I'll randomly say, say Kendrick do something. And everybody's like, okay, Kendrick's not in no more. If I want to keep listening to him, I'm going to keep listening to him. I really don't care. Because like I said, you don't have to walk around being like, fuck y'all, I still listen to him. I can can listen to somebody every day as problematic as I want to. And like I said, no one's going to check my fucking history or be like, Whatever. <laughs> What's in your search history on Spotify? Right. So if I if I still want to listen to whatever the fuck I want to listen to, I'm gonna do just that. But I just like I said, I don't listen to R. Kelly in the first damn place like that, like that. So it never been really bothered me with this whole cancel shit because everybody, the people who is up in the most uproar, probably haven't listened to an R. Kelly song since the early 2000s. Since probably since I'm a flirt. So I don't really. You know what's it called? When Gaga said that she was uh, removing her song with R. Kelly, I forgot that she had a song with R. Kelly. And then once I went and looked at it and listened to it, that's just another one of those songs like, nope, y'all let that happen? 
That's right. always called do what you want to my body. And that's how the hook goes. Do what you want, what you want with my body. And I'm, again, that's just one of those, nobody read the lyrics. Right, and I'm not finna sit here and try to cancel <laughs> a whole fucking branch and be like, what songs that R. Kelly write and go make sure I don't listen to them. I mean, people did that, but like a lot of it was just, a lot of the songs that don't nobody really listen to to begin with. Either way, I'm not, I'm just not, if I want to listen to that, that's what I'll do, but I usually just don't, I don't listen to that, I listen to old school stuff, but it is what it is. Did you see that post about Chris Brown, he's selling t-shirts about the, the July? I am so glad that event happened in the way it did. Now, I laughed, like, I laughed out of control of it when I saw that. And then I did. Then I saw somebody post. See, this is problematic. He's now, you know, advocating that you could call uh, rape, uh, victims uh, lying liars because he, you know, hold on. Basically, it was like he has the right to call a woman a liar because he was acquitted, which is just you know basically gaslighting her and you know proving that you can not believe victims. Da 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 da. I was like. He was innocent. Like he he did nothing. This is his situation. He and and that's just, he's the victim, is he not? Yeah. The, oh my gosh, I was so elated the whole way that play out. Oh, not elated. Yes, because I had been talking about that right now, and it, and it happened at the perfect time. This because I, I said when the R. Kelly thing happened, because this 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 situation is an older nigga. <laughs> We didn't listen to that nigga like that, no way. If it would have been a popular singing-ass nigga, would you have that same energy of instant cancelization? Or would you be like, cancellation? Ain't no fucking cancelization. So, so yeah. so it's a cancelization. You, either way, I like cancellation better. So, oh, wait, like... Cancelization? Okay. Don't yeah. matter. So, like, in the arcade thing, you know, there's outside the concerts, who are we to judge, blah, 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 blah. And that's people who were, like, young when he was young and hot. Yeah. So... When the Chris Brown thing came, instead of being like, like, did he do that? It's it's off rip. Oh, that bitch lying. Like, da-da-da-da-da. And then, what if it would have just kept going and say, you know, not to say Chris Brown did that, because I don't think he did that at all. And he like, did. He, he did. Like, and so, was... he did. So, But even off rip, I had no inkling that, like, no, he didn't do that. But I was like, I'm saying, all I said was, we don't know that nigga. We don't know him. <laughs> and everybody's like, we, we don't know Chris Chris wouldn't do that. Chris wouldn't do that. Oh, he's attractive. He or she, he don't have to rape nobody. Bitch, listen. I just watched a Netflix series on Ted Bundy. And Ted Bundy, I mean, you probably don't know because he wasn't just popping like that. But he wasn't popping like that. But, but in the 70s, white women loved this nigga. And they was just like, oh, he's like so handsome and whatever. Oh, he wouldn't have to do it. This nigga was already convicted. And people were still like, I don't think he did it. And so that's exactly, and that's that's the victim blaming you got on the niggas for it with the R. Kelly shit. Yeah. Talking about they lying and stuff. So that right there was stupid in itself. So that energy changed just because it's one of your faves. And niggas can't even ask questions. But when it's R. Kelly, you already cut it off. Right. So I'm just like, 
you gotta play. You gotta keep that same energy. You can't automatically go switch and be like, "Oh no, no, no! He wouldn't do that shit. Y'all dumb." And then they try to do conspiracy theories. I'm just saying, he, he got just his masters. Bro, y'all don't get on my fucking nerves with that dumbass shit. Every time a nigga get his masters, I guess he gotta die. Okay, cool. Someone came up in there like, "Oh, you got your masters? Yeah, that's cool." Hey, why don't you go to Chris Brown Hotel room and you know make some noise? <laughs> Hold on, we'll get back to the ten. This is the I found the post. She, uh, this girl posted. Oh no, it's a dude. My bad. Mm. Oh well. She's like, uh, it's a picture of Chris Brown talking about he's selling merch, talking about this it's just lying. And it says, This is so disgusting. Even if he were innocent, this alone shows how misogynistic he is. Not only is he perpetrating and property off of rape culture, uh he's giving men who hurt me. Yeah, he's hold on. I'm gonna learn to read. Oh no, my phone is busted, that's what it is. Not only is he perpetrating property off uh, rape culture, but he's giving men who hurt women and the men who support them something to publicly shame survivors with. So this t-shirt apparently is, is to shame rape victims. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone get the icy eye. Don't pull a muscle reaching like that. <laughs> the thing is, okay, he did that for his situation. He can't control what other motherfuckers do with his shirt. Now, if he made that with the intentions to be like, hey, there's a lot of accusations going on, let me make up this bitch line shirt. Yeah. That been different, but, you know, he did that shit. And I just feel like, yo, people can never, everyone's just so fucking extreme. No one can be like, oh, did he do that? Not Or not like, oh, he totally did that. Or, oh, he did that. Nobody's objective. Right. And I'm like, look, Chris Brown, even the thing with the Rihanna thing, as far as long ago that was, the immediate thing was, we don't know what he did, what she did to him. He was in danger. I'm like, all right, bro. So I'm just saying, say me, some girl, people know I'm a big dude. Okay, so some girl come at me. Why? What would provoke me to give a girl legit hands? Not half hands, not no little couple slaps up. I'm talking about full straight away, make sure my wrist straightens so I ain't broken punches to a girl when I can totally overpower her and just like like hold it down for a minute or just something, walk yeah. away. There's multiple options for you just gotta play bop, 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 bop on the girl face. Yeah. But everybody's like, oh, we don't know what we did. Oh, it was a life or death situation. I'm like, all right, bro. Okay, or you're just making excuses. Like, I, we saw the pictures. The energy shifts on this your face. Facts. Same thing with the, uh, uh, you've been keeping up with the Kamala Harris thing? No. The black woman senator. Oh, uh, her, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everyone sees that she's black and is ready to just sell them, sign themselves up. I didn't, honestly, I didn't know she was black. I thought she was a white woman with a tan. Yeah, she's light as hell, but they're thinking, they're, they see black woman, and they're getting caught up in the black girl magic thing, and, like, they're just ready to let it rip on her. And I'm like, I saw her. You're not just going to throw that Beyblade reference in there like that. With the hand gestures. Now, see, I would not have said it's not Beyblade, and this nigga is clipping his fucking nails during the thing. Just so you know, he's doing that. 
and I'm not, I'm not, we don't have no video, but let it be known that Raymond fucking Donaldson is going to clip his fucking nails during this fucking podcast instead of waiting. Gotcha. You sick individual. You sick. Get that shit down. Ain't gonna cut his fingers with the toenail clippers. Like a savage. Like a savage. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave it. Leave it. He just dropped it. Leave it. But my thing is, okay, you see this woman's butt. Cool. That is fantastic. And if she's a great candidate for this job, cool. For but president? She's, yeah, she's playing the run. She's been like a senator or something like that. But she's not for us. She may be black, but she's not for us. That's what everybody's saying. You know, like they're saying she was the the, the was the DA when well, Tamir Rice died. Yeah, she like it was a bunch. It's a bunch of shady stuff going against it, and it's and this is not the thing. Not to be the conspiracy theories or whatever like that, but like yo, if you hear that, why is your first reaction like, oh she? You just found out about this woman last week. Most yeah. of pe- most people, so. You can't look into that at all. And then I see like ad campaigns that make me sick with her. She did one. And so she Wakanda forever? Sick. Fam, I was hurt. That she did them up and she said, and of course, Wakanda forever. It looked like the first time she even did that fucking cross. Fam. First of all, it's like you said, what, like last week, a week before last. We, we're over that. Yeah. We're over Wakanda. We, we appreciate Black Panther. It was a great moment. We're over it at this point. Yeah. Well, I've never seen her talk about anything black. That's like when, uh, that's like her reaching for the black vote, like Hillary is reaching for the young vote. Uh, is she she girl? reaching for young and black vote. Talk about, I carry hot sauce in my purse. Hillary Clinton, you never carry no fucking hot sauce in your purse. You get the entire fuck out of here. Like, and it's like, yo, she was on, she was like freestyling off beat to something on something else. Talk about Kamala Harris again. Oh, child. And I'm like, dog, this is not it, bro. You're not for the shucking job for me to get my vote. And it's too even. It's too early in this shit to even be to start shucking. You shucking off the gate. You all shuck. I'm voting for Kanye. All right. I mean, I'm not doing that either. But, <laughs> but like, yo, that that is that just is just wild to me. That's part of being a voter is doing your homework on whoever you think you want to vote for. My thing, I don't care who you vote for. Like I, you, you're right. You got to vote. You got to get out and you know, voice your opinion. You also need to do your own research. But whatever you do, don't go up there and waste your time and my time putting Hennessy on the voting ballot, voting for Harambe. Like I like dog. If you think voting's a joke, just just stay. Just home. stay at home. Like that hurt. That hurt me more during the presidential election that, like, a good amount of people voted for Harambe and Hennessy. Like, a significant amount of people. That's the only thing that even make me chuckle about the shit. Like, it's not funny, but it's just... Nigga, like, like, I stay in a small city. It take me two minutes to vote. But if you're in one of them huge fucking cities and you stood in line... Stood in line! For hours to write Harambe... On a piece of paper, you're an asshole, bro. Like 
I, I'm all about the jokes. I enjoy having a good joke. Oh my fan, gosh. this wasn't the time to joke. It's a time and a place. And the place is not on, on the ballot for the presidential election. Harambe and Hennessy, I think both had like 30,000 votes or something. Dude. And I'm like, bro. That and like the people in like, yo, if you don't vote, then it's cool. I'm not judging you. That's what you want to do. But do not be on here on social media complaining all fucking day about how you're not going to vote and how everything's stupid. I was like, okay, I'm hearing all the problems, but what's your solution? You really just don't hear complaining, bro. If, if that's what you want to do, you know, you, if, you, if voting's joke, it's trash, whatever, cool. But what's getting on here and calling everybody who decides to use their right to vote? Yeah. An asshole and an idiot. What does that do for you? You want you want us to sit and be miserable like you too, bro. <laughs> you want to you want to start crying every time any kind of vote goes. You must be sick when niggas want to pick what's for lunch. Like, hey, bro, vote is trash, bro. <laughs> it don't mean nothing. They already decided what we gonna eat at. We already decided. We don't even. It don't even matter, bro. And I'm like, look, you know, man. You know, some conspiracy days I believe in, like. The Rothschilds are running the world. I kind of believe in that. I kind of believe that they... <clears throat> I kind of believe they know to an extent who they want as president. Yeah. Like... I don't know. Something... Like, this, I saw the conspiracy theory that Donald Trump's a, a time traveler. Alright. Did you not see that? Nope. So, I'm not going to get all the way into it. But the, the, the quick fact is that... He's a time traveler because back during Nikola Tesla, Nikola Tesla actually invented a time traveling machine, and some dude named Don Trump came and investigated the machine, and they were like, he was like, oh, the 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 alien, the alien bureau at the FBI came and got the machine, and it was like, yo, what does this do? He's like, I don't know, but he took it, and then you know. It's a, it was a funny, it was a, it was a good little ha ha. That's kind of funny thing to read. What wasn't funny though is apparently, Doctor King survived the bullet, mm-hmm. and then they killed him at the hospital. Yeah. You said yeah, like you do that. I mean, y'all, I'm not surprised, bro. It's as wild as shit was back then, all the shit. I mean, you you bombing churches because you hate how a nigga look. I'm not going to sit here and act shocked that day. I'm not going to sit here and be like, wow, really? Like, bro. I'm not saying it like that, but it was just like, dog, for real? Like, But at the same time, I can't put, I mean, I can put energy to it, but what, what can I possibly do? My thing was, if that's true, because, you know, if, if it's true, why ain't nobody tell us? Why you think? Well, no, not even like, you know, the school system teachers, because they don't teach us anything. But our parents... Like, I've learned more on social media about be, about being black and black history than I have growing up. Now, that's not that's not a knock on my parents. That's not a knock on my community that I grew up in. But it's just like, I feel like we didn't... The information for us just wasn't readily available. And then once we got the internet, it just seems so much information. Like, you got to start deciphering what's real or not. Yeah, because if some pop off in Indiana, you can find out, like, you live there because you follow them on Twitter. Or someone could lie about the story and just 
put that out there. Now it's five different stories in ten seconds, and you're just like, bro. So, so uh, I watched the American Meme the other day on Netflix. It's a documentary about social media, social media stars, and the fat Jew. One of his things is that he just trolls and makes up stories, and like he'll sell it. He'll tell his homeboy at the Onion, "Hey, I'm about to make up the story. Just roll with it." And so he rolls with it, and now which you know is this big headline, and you know it's everywhere. And he literally just made it up while sitting on the toilet. So what they did, him and Paris Hilton were hanging out, and like, yo, we're about to make this clothing line for baby DJs, and literally people were like losing their minds, like to buy it. And it was just something that they made up just a joke. And he was like, um, he said, the demand for this is actually probably so real that we're going to actually have to make it. And so I'm watching it, and I, was, I told my boy, I was talking to Jeff about this a while ago. I said the first, the first time we really saw a celebrity breakdown that everybody saw was Britney Spears. Yeah. When she would, you know, she shaved her head and was wild. That was the first time we saw a celebrity kind of fall in front of us. You know what I'm saying? And I've said this for, you know, for years that we have social media, the the monster of social media today because of Paris Hilton. And the same, you know, know, just basically being famous for being famous with her and the simple life of Nicole Richie, all that kind Uh. of stuff. And that's in the... American meme basically confirmed that, like, everybody looks up to looks up to to Paris Hilton and how she created this lifestyle of just being famous for being pretty and being you existing essentially. Like at the end of the document, uh, document, documentary. Ooh, child. Ooh, I need some milk. At the end of the documentary, she was basically creating, like, a virtual world where, like, you know, people could come and hang out. And a virtual social media is what she was basically making. So, it's kind of like, uh, no, you have, uh, y'all, you're a PlayStation guy, y'all might have avatars. On well, Xbox, they have avatars or whatever. And you can dress your avatar up and whatnot. Basically, that avatar, you, uh... That avatar will be the world that you create. And it made me think of this show I watched called Psychopaths from uh, an anime. And society, the way society functions is that the government monitors your 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 behavior and your uh, emotional levels. And so, like, say you just having a stress day. And your level is supposed to stay at 500. And you pass by a, be- uh, a, a, a sensor on McCain. And McCain sees you at a 650. The like a little robot come out. Hey, hey, beast, you need to relax. We need some water. Go home or whatever. Because if it gets too high, they know they gotta detain you, get you to a health, mental health facility, which is understandable. You know, get the man some help. He's stressing out. But if he gets too high, then they gotta call on the enforcers, and then they gotta kill you. Everything. And that to me is how social media is starting to uh, is. That to me is how the world starting to move for, towards. Because since the government monitors your um, your behavior and your 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 mental level, like there's no crime for the most part. Like no one expects anything crazy to happen. Everyone just kind of goes through their life doing the simple things. And so, um, the 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 show the the, the reason why the show is this or whatever is that some people aren't they aren't picked up on the sensors. Like some people are like psychopaths don't pick up like. 
they can commit a crime and their mental stress level doesn't go up or down or anything. It just stays the same. Mm-hmm. And so there's a glitch in the system. They're trying to figure it out. And so well, at one point, uh, the, the, what happens is the guy develops a helmet where you can wear the helmet and you won't get picked up by the sensors. And so while wearing the helmet, this one guy goes out and just like starts killing this woman in the middle of the park. And everybody's just standing there watching. Nobody's helping her. She's screaming. She just died. And everybody's like, what's going on here? And while she's screaming, the sensors are picking her up. And the robot's like, yo, man, you got to relax. Man, you got to relax. She's dying. This dude's killing her. The robot's telling her to relax. Everybody's standing around watching. And that's what I thought of when I heard about that woman getting raped in the club on Facebook Live. That was the longest drawn out way to get to the point ever. Actually, I had to get back to that point because I realized I was rambling. Woo! But, yeah. That, that's, that's a lot. Kind of lost me there. <laughs> that was a lot. You started going too long. I was like... Basically, long story short, the world we live in is moving more towards science fiction than we realize. And then y'all made fun of us, us nerds who are watching this stuff and paying attention, and now we live in a Star Trek world with our iPads and uh, our phones that hook up to the TVs and whatnot. Bro, do you got any Reynolds rap? Why would I need that? Jack takes a cassava leaves song player. Nah, bro. No. You, you need your <laughs> tinfoil hat. I don't want to mess up my twist. Tell me about the Ted Bundy shit, because I kind of want to watch it, and I kind of don't. I watched it all in one day, pretty much, because it's obviously a big bummer. <laughs> How long is it? Four episodes. Ah, okay. Everyone's an hour, but it's only four episodes. Ooh, and on the first episode, the first, like, the first episode really just like kind of boring as hell but it's just kind of just it's no one really to introduce i don't care who was his friend i don't care who who interviewed him i'm like fuck this like i fell asleep watching the first episode i don't even it wasn't even necessary (laughs) just like oh i interviewed him one time in 73 okay like get to the shit when he start going crazy so, yeah, just kind of like, oh, he grew up, yeah, he did this, da, da, da. So then, apparently, he said he, he all his crimes stem from, like, porn or some shit. And just seeing, just seeing how drawn out the shit was, like, I thought, like, you know, when they do a serial killer. Wait, hold on, hold on. What you mean, it stemmed from porn? Something about. Who watches porn? Like, you know what? You gotta watch it the way they broke it down. I'm not, I can't really break it down the way they did. But, yeah, he said it stemmed from watching porn. He had some kind of release when he killed the women or whatever and it was weird and so um, only reason I brought him up because his big thing was you know everyone was lured to him because he had the boyish face or whatever and the charm or whatever was this is this the one with Zach Efron or was that something else this is on Netflix is Zach Efron in that one no it's a documentary the Zach Efron one's probably gonna be in theaters or something okay I probably won't see you know, there's certain roles as an actor I wouldn't take. No one wants to be a serial killer. No, I wouldn't want to be a real serial killer. I'd, a, be, I'd be like, that's what I mean. There's a there's a real dude. People die. People are dead in real life because of this dude. And I don't, 
I know it's a while ago, so people who were affected by it are probably like long gone now or really old. It was what the seventies. They old. They super old, but they probably don't want to see no movie about their daughter getting popped. Well, maybe if they're still around. If you had a kid in the seventies, you're probably not here no more. Yeah, my my grandma's still here. Well, some of they white people. They do age poorly. So that, or like maybe like a or like a sibling, more like depending on how old they were. So like, yeah, I don't want to see like they a movie about their family member getting popped. Well, not even that. Just like when roles follow you as an actor and actress. So like it was one dude, like twice he played a high schooler that was like. Sexually harassing women. Like, you get typecast after a while. Like, I'd hate to be typecast as the guy who is the sexual assault guy. Like, I wouldn't want to play a pedophile. Because, like, you're, especially if you're a good actor or actress. Like, if you play your role well, like, there are, people are only going to see you as their role. Like, people only see, uh, I don't know, name an actor that you, like, Name an actor that you only see as their role in that one movie. Oh. What's this thing is always Blade? Pretty much. Like, Chris Tucker is, a, you know, he's always Smokey or Carter. Yeah. So, like, there's certain roles that if you play them super well, they're only going to remember you from that one role. And if you play the role of Ted Bundy super well, people will be side-eyed you from now on. Or you play the role of you know, some pedophile or whatever really well. People will side eye you. Or if the movie's bad, that's even worse. No, it's worse if it's good because then people want to watch it over and over. Yeah, or but you can't destroy your shit. Like when Flex, uh, what's it, Flex Alexander? Yeah, but Michael Jackson? No. Yo, Michael, he looked like a dead Mike Walker. That was just not a good look, bro. Who decided that? I don't know, but it was on Lifetime. Was it Lifetime? Yep. Which Yo. is why when I put shit on Lifetime, it already has a negative connotation because it's on fucking Lifetime. Yo, Lifetime. I need y'all to get it together. So, yeah. It's like that. I don't know. Just crazy stuff going on. Oh, Terry Crews. Yeah, what happened with Terry? Okay, so we, we know he got sexually harassed or uh, I guess the dude was touching on him in front of his wife or something, and everybody was like, "Why didn't you beat him up?" Blah blah blah. blah. And I was yeah, like, had, "Yeah, he was a it was a, it was a gay producer or a gay guy in Hollywood who was hitting on him." Yeah, and it's like, okay, I'm not gonna fault you for that. Cause I can't tell you what would be the situation if you know you feel like your job's on the line. There's a lot of circumstances that go into that, so I don't expect you. And then you big as hell, you thrashed this white dude. Now, especially if he's gay, you know how people are. Yeah. They're gonna be like you beat up the gay white man. Then you threw. <laughs> you beat up the gay white man. <laughs> you threw. So I'm like, okay, that that I understand. I understand why you didn't do that. But now it's just like he's just going in on 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 black men, talking about how toxic black men are, and and he said something about straight black men are the white people of the black community or some shit like that. And I'm like, dog, what? You, you gotta chill. 
Cause I mean, part of me gets it because everybody's like, well, y'all bullied him when he came out with it, called him pussy for not beating him up. I was like, yeah, they did, which wasn't right. But at the same time, you pandering to this narrative of toxic black men or whatever. He took a picture where he jumped jumped in the air like that and said the floor is toxic masculinity. And I'm like, oh my God. I really, oh, okay. The word, to, the phrase toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity, what? Toxic masculinity, it bothers me because, and I'm not talking about the, the, the actions of toxic, toxic masculinity, but I'm talking about like the, the wording of it. Because some of it, I don't believe it's toxic. I think it may just be, I don't know, I, I don't think every quote-unquote manly man thing is toxic or to say something is manly, manly is toxic. I do think some of the behavior is toxic, like... Yeah. Just whatever I think of the word toxic, I think it's something that's like, you know, poison ooze or something like that. Like yeah. Acid, you know, that's, you know, something that'll kill you. I don't think this behavior will kill you, per you know, but if you want to get to, you know, it'll kill you in the end and da 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 Yeah, it's, it's making things, like, it's making things shitty, so I get the toxic thing, but... Yeah, I see what you mean, because toxic is a you know, strong word. But it's, yeah, it's such a strong word for, like, not so strong acts. Yeah, I, I get it. But sometimes it's like, it gets really bad. Like, when I started, when this whole toxic masculinity started, it was like little things that you didn't even think was, like, that big a deal when you first started just hearing about stuff. It's just like, oh, damn. So, you know, if... But it, like, like it just shows who you are as a person. It's like once you, once you know, is what how you adapt. If someone's doing something, they just and it's all day life. It's been like, oh, that's okay. You can't. But then someone tell them it's like, oh, you actually that's fucked up because women feel this way when you do that, and they still do it. All right, and you trip. But see, and, and I, I can't tell women how to react when the guys harass them because it is so upset where it's like you know that the, you you doing a bit much, bro. But like, I mean, you know, I've, I've heard women, you know, say this. You know, they they don't like when they like being hit on if the guy's attractive. Right. Like if the guy's attractive, then the cat calling or the whistling or whatever they appreciate. But if it's you know some scruffy looking dude or you know some guy that looks a little little rough around the edges, you're not gonna appreciate it as much. And again, that's just some women. I'm not talking about all women. You know, a, a woman I was watching in stand up. She said, "You know, if a guy whistles at her, he's a, he's attractive. She may continue the conversation. If not, she's gonna scream. You know, scream or whatever." But to me, like I'm 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 pro bullying to an extent because I believe that it builds character. It teaches you how to deal with you know uh, rough people. Now there is there is a form of bullying where it's like excessive, where like, you know, you beating up a kid and peeing on him in the shower. You know, that's excessive. Jesus. But like, that's assault. Fam, <laughs> listen, I was in. Well, I was at I was at Fuller. We was we was in middle school, and I was in the office. You know, for I was wilding, and this little kid was sitting like he was in a in a, in a across the across the office, kind of just over there shriveling. And I overheard the administrators talk about what happened. So I'm like, yo, what the? Who raised these kids? 
Like, it's a difference between making jokes and, you know, kind of poking at somebody. And then it's a difference between, you know, you know, stomping them out in the bathroom. Like, I do think you have to, you know, I do think some stuff, uh, I do think some bullying builds character and gives you tough skin so that you can operate in this world because the world doesn't give you a safe space. The world doesn't hold your hand. The world isn't going to coddle you or uh, not call you out when, you know, when you're being whack or when they're not. The world isn't not going to tell you when you don't suck. The world's going to say, you suck. Get it together. Get out with your bad breath. And so I feel like you need to get that stuff in at an early age because then you have, you know, a group of uh, society is growing up with participation trophies. And now they don't know how to handle rejection. Yeah. Like, you can't handle rejection now. You're still at your parents' house because you can't get a job that you want that fulfills your specific needs or whatever. Like, you got to get up, get out, and get something. Yeah, and people exploit how people are so, like, soft with that now. Like, a kid gets bullied and now they come home and film them talk about how they got bullied and now they're on Ellen. Oh my, I don't trust anybody that cries on camera. Like the dude, oh my gosh, the dude who talked about this kid bullied me because I had feelers on. That kid, like, yeah, that was the main reason he got bullied. He said, I know they're not popular today, but it's not what's on my feet, it's what's in my head. And I was like, First of all, you ain't say that shit. You didn't say that. And I'm tired of these posts or, or talking about some, oh, my kid came up to me today and was like, if the police are meant here to protect us, why are they doing their job? This is not a movie. Your kid didn't say that. Your kid can't even color inside the lines. But he wants to come home and say that. I'm, I'm not buying it. Give me shit that never happened for 800, Alec, please. <laughs> So I'm like, okay. And so I saw a video of that same kid, the feeler kid, on a stage with one of the microphones that hang on your ear with the mouthpiece at some kind of big seminar. I said, bro, stop. And which is why some bullying, you just need to let that ride. The kid didn't get beat up. He said, hey, your shoe's trash. Okay, this wasn't the, wasn't the coolest thing to do, but I mean, life ain't cool. You're not gonna walk down the street, and you know, and everybody has, and that's your me. We have an original point of view. Okay, but no, that's the artist song. But seriously though, no one's gonna be nice to you just because that's the rule. And like this may be toxic the way we talk, but you know, this we just being honest. Like the world isn't nice. We're not gonna make it nice by you know, you know, overnight. We agreed with the Gillette commercial, uh, commercial that we need to be better men. We need to be better people, you know. But along the way, let's not become so comfortable and cozy, you know, coddling one another that we don't develop as people. You know, stop putting band-aids on everything, rub some dirt in it, and keep going. Literally, walk it off sometimes. And stop putting all your stock in social media. Like, I've, I've never been one to understand 
cyberbullying. Because if I'm not online, I'm not getting bullied. Yeah. Like, I understand that just it, it being said online hurts. But if you don't use social media, you don't get bullied on social media. Yeah. Alex Carter, one of his best tweets ever, like, <laughs> how is cyberbullying a thing? Nigga, just close your eyes. Fam. <laughs> close your eyes. And there are so many features to stop that off rip. If if you if you want to be like that about it, and it depends on what you bully getting bullied on. If you say some dumbass shit, you might be like, shut your dumbass up. Then well, okay. But if you like post a picture, it's like you just knowing you, you just post a picture. And, and you you smiling or whatever, and people just being like, hella mean, hella rude. You can like block everybody. It's not you there's precautions. Yeah, that's never happened to me where I post a picture and people were just hella cruel to me. But it, had it did, I probably would just log down for a couple days because that's what that's what they want. They want you to. Oh, you know, you develop dick skin and clap back. Like I'm not doing that because I don't feel like it. Hey, now I'm not doing it. Now I'm wrong. Like, but when I was in you know uh, high school or whatever, we went back and forth in like Facebook comments and you go back and forth on Twitter or whatever. But like. That's why there's an age restriction to be on social media. Because you're mentally not mature enough to be on it, on there and handle what the world is like. Yeah, I'll fuck around, turn my comments off before I just be like, alright, everybody trying to eat me up. Again, you can do that. You can turn up your comments. You can make sure that like, if someone tags you with something, uh, you, you have to have you know your permission to tag you with something. Like, there are... There are things that are set up in order to prevent you from like getting your feelings hurt on social media. So if you still see it, that's because you want to see it. Right. And, and, you know, that, that, that's just it. I'm not sure how we got here. How did we get here? Terry Crews. Yeah. Just the toxic masculinity and stuff. I'm just like, dude, you, then you threatened to slap the shit out of DL Hughley. I said, dog. Because he was like, they had a back and forth or whatever. And he said, it, basically, he was kind of pandering to the toxic masculinity narrative. He was like, so if I, if I do what you say, I should slap the shit out of you. That's what Terry Crews said to D.L. I'm like, dude, if you're going to have an energy about slapping someone in the industry, why is it when you talk to a black dude, it's, it's okay to slap the people, shit out? People also got to stop, you know, taking... Comedian so serious, right? Like again, I was like, I was listening to uh, your mom's house podcast, and they were talking about just how comedians talk in joke form. Everything they say is meant to be perceived as a joke, a lighthearted you know spin on the situation. So not everything has to be taken as 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 doctrine. You know, I don't I don't know the whole back and forth with DL and Terry, but I'm assuming it went like DL made some jokes. Yeah, he and Terry got his feelings about it. Yeah, Terry popped it off by saying something he said in a, a YouTube video. He didn't even like tag him. He said it in an interview about the situation. He was like, "So you're saying so and so?" And uh, DL was just like, "Watch the video." I said, "But I said," and Terry just was on some aggressive shit. He just. He's just in defensive mode right now. 
And I get it because people call him pussy for three months. I missed all that. Like I saw, I saw that for like a week that I was off here. Yeah, I for, I really forgot about it. I only remember that Terry thing happened when, when the Gillette commercial came out. Yeah, a lot of things they just kind of resurge. Like sometimes just shit resurges. Like remember when there was like the OJ wave came back right before he got out. Like every now that everyone's got to make a show, everyone's got to do this and that. There's a ESPN series on it. I was like, only 10% of that was about sports. He played football. He was good. Yeah, but... How long did OJ play football for? No, no. I mean, he was was good, but I'm like, bro, no one really talks about that shit. I mean, because it's kind of like, you know, he's like the R. Kelly of sports. You don't want to associate anything good with him because... Of the negative connotation to it. So, like, no one wants to be the next Juice. Everyone wants to be the next Emmitt Smith, uh, Barry Sanders, Marshall Falk. You know, they want to be those legends. They don't want to be the Juice. Yeah, so, I mean, that, now this this Ted Bundy thing, who, who decided to start talking about him again? Who decided that? I don't, I don't see how people just enjoy listening to uh, stories about serial killers and sociopaths and that kind of stuff. That's that's creepy to me. I can do it sometimes. Like, oh, it's kind of like interesting to me. Like, I can watch it a little bit, but I can't. I can't be like, you want to sit and watch eight hours of serial killer doc? That's not like a major book. Now I can watch one. I watched that one, and when I finished it, I had a palate cleanser and I started watching something more actiony and more lighthearted. But I can't. I couldn't sit with nobody else. Black Panther. <laughs> I watched Iron Fist on Netflix because it's corny and it's actiony. And Man, you should have watched The Punisher. No, I'm not watching Punisher because I watched Iron Fist. So I'm watching The Order. I know they're probably not even that much related, but I want to watch them first. Yeah, they, they, like Punisher is its own thing. I know, but except they, for De- except it's with Daredevil. Obviously, but I'm gonna watch Daredevil. I'm gonna finish Iron Fist and then I'm gonna watch Daredevil. I didn't even start season two of Iron Fist because Iron Fist was so the first season was so trash. Oh, the first season was god awful. But I watched it all just hoping. That's how I feel about Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is like it's it's a it's a tie between Iron Fist and Jessica Jones. One was worse. Jessica oh, it's Iron Fist hands now. Jessica Jones actually gets good second season. I watched second season. It was pretty funny. Oh, uh, uh, you finished it? I just watched season two. I watched season two. It's like, yo, everybody sucks in here. Everybody, everybody sucks, especially season two. Jessica. It's not like sucks like bad actors. Like sucks as people. Yeah, the <laughs> sisters don't do their own thing. They're like black assistants, a fucking crybaby, and she's annoying. And oh, Jessica, I can't do what I want to do, Brad. I'm gonna get out of the gym. I wish they didn't have these powers. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> this whole thing fucking sucks. Iron Fist, the first one was like Microsoft Word shit. That was in a long ass business meeting. And fucking the second one is better, but it's still not. Uh, Danny's still crying every fucking five minutes. If I can't control the fence, my training from Kunma. Then I I'm like shut the fuck up, bro. Damn. <laughs> I just I just throw it on to have something on. Daredevil season two is fine though. Season one was pretty boring. I still ain't seen none of Daredevil. 
That's only what I haven't watched. Yeah, season two. But season two was really the Punisher shit. Really? Like, Punisher, that's when he, that's where he started. Started going daily on season two, then got the bump show. Okay. And Punisher came in episode one shooting shit up. Fair. So they was going back and forth all season two. Season two, like season one of Punisher, like, all right, this is intense. Season two? It is some moments in season two. I was like, all right, y'all kind of little fist lot filler in here. Yeah, I, I, I'll watch it. I hate those moments I'm watching the show and yeah, I go, where is such and such right now? Like, they were prominent for the last two or three episodes and they was like, I'm coming right back. And then you haven't been back for three weeks. Where is such and such at? I don't know how that shit works. They do be disappearing though and I don't understand why. You know, I tried to get myself to listen to new music like I said I was going to do. And so I'd be looking at that pair to look at the new mixtapes. But, like, I just can't with a lot of these rappers, man. Like, their names are just... Their range... Their, their range. What is going on with me? Their names insinuate things and lifestyles that I'm just not going to be... I'm not privy to. I'm not I'm not in these streets. I, I, don't, I don't drink that much. I don't do that. I don't do enough drugs in order to appreciate y'all's music. I just can't. I just can't. I don't know if I got anything else. I just want to throw it in my music. Oh, yeah. What's up with your boy Brian? And, you know, he's, he's trying to assemble his own Avengers now. We'll see. Uh, that's going to be hard because uh, if New Orleans said if they trade Anthony Davis, they want Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Abram, Lonzo Ball, Zubak, and first round pick. I'm like, shit, he asked for Davis, not Jordan and Pippen. Not the he asked for the whole Bulls team. Hell damn. Yeah, but see he was they gonna he's he's trying to get Davis and uh Kyrie over there. Kyrie could come over in his own accord this summer if you want to. That's what I'm saying they would need the cap space in order to get Kyrie over there within that. They got it, but it's that's different in free agency because you can you can pick how much you know and work out however much you want to sign for. So it's like it's the take less thing. That's what the Heat kept doing when LeBron first went over there. They take less to make it all fit. Now they was well above the luxury tax that you got to pay big. That's what the Warriors doing right now. They paying huge to pay all them people. Mm-hmm. Even though they got the market. Where's Jr. right now? Not playing. They won't know. Not playing right now. On no team. So they still in the league or free agents? Which means someone can pick them up right now if they want to, but they're not on nobody's team right now. Huh. So I'm sure you see it on JR just be on Instagram, just be kicking it. <laughs> he said, I'm not playing with the Cavs no more. And I said, I don't blame them. These niggas, like, what, 9 and 30 something? Like, When they get retired this year? Who? JR. JR? Probably not. You think Melo should retire? Yeah. If he not, because he can't change his ways. He can't. What's the guy? I'm in my second season on 2K, and somehow we ended up with Melo. And look, I play with OKC. He just came off. 
Yeah, what is it, bro? Oh, that's a big yawn. Hell yeah. Big yawn. <laughs> so, you already need to close the remarks to whatever you want to leave the people with? Nope, just stay tuned. All right. <laughs> well, that's it. We'll holler at y'all later.